good morrow, everyone. I am Sonia. I'm Haru. I'm Rachel. I am Tokyo. And well, welcome back to Music Cryptids, the podcast where we explore and discuss the obscure or lesser known subgenres of music. This week, we will be discussing classical. Welcome to our virtual tea party. You all may not see it, but some of us are dressed up. Yes, yes. <laughs> I decided to take a modern, modern day look on classic uh, royalty parties. If you uh, if only you it's could not see. Because, because now I'm mad. Because no one told me we were doing accents. <laughs> no one told me we were doing accents. <laughs> But it's all right because Haru is here as well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. thing. That was the point. Yeah, that was like the plan. That was the whole plan. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So the plan was actually to tell you about the tea party beforehand, but I said, what if I tell him late? That'll be even better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then we just we won't tell him, and we won't tell him about the accent. They told me at like 7 a.m. this morning. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? I'm I'm I love the fact, the fact that he caught on to it so fast. And I literally told you guys, he's going to be like, what is happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for his reaction, which is why. Now I oh my gosh, it. I love it. <laughs> oh, like, yes, we take a more classical spin with it. You all can't see, but... My co-host can, but I'm wearing my old magical dress. So, great to have this on again. Very nice to do something different. Especially with, like, our virtually mm-hmm. doing things. Mm-hmm. Very nice. But, anyway, on with the podcast. Our first piece is going to be one that was written in 1917 by Claude mm-hmm. Debussy called Claire de Lune. soothing <laughs> like it truly really is um i literally could have honestly listened to it it's just so beautiful um <laughs> and there's like some chords and notes that are like um what's the word i want to use choppy mm. um there is a lot of 
choppy chords in it. But I, mm-hmm. so every time I hear like chords that are like that, I actually appreciate songs more. <laughs> a lot of some people don't like it because it sounds weird and it sounds. Awful. Wait, what do you mean by choppy chords? As in notes that maybe right next to each other or notes that sound uh, sound weird together. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, 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 okay, okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of people don't like it because of the sound, because of that sound. Mm-hmm. Usually when I hear notes like that, I appreciate the song more. It just sounds dissonant yeah. to those notes that are being played that when they play and they rub together, it's like when it starts to settle, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. And that's what like... <laughs> happens so much in here love it yeah that reminds me of that effect that i was looking at um they say that the first time you hear something like that like your brain doesn't know what to make of it the first time but every time you keep hearing it every time you're exposed to it you get more accustomed to it even like start to like it that's like me listening to bjork like at first (laughs) i was like yeah like her voice is very it is okay let's i'm gonna just be honest some people say that she can't sing but I think she that can. once she can, yeah, she can. Once you get used to and accustomed to her voice like that, ooh, that opened my eyes to somebody like that. She has some good music. Wow. Only thing when I hear Bjork, sorry, the only thing I think of is RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody has seen Snatch King. Katya. <laughs> Katya. That's all I think about. So, oh my I, gosh, I will literally send you the video. It's so it funny. She does, really am- accurate. she does an amazing impersonation of Bjork. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. And her, like the way she was acting to, uh, with Alaska, because Alaska was Mae West. So it was just so funny. It was that's probably one of the best snatch games I've seen. But yeah, like that dissonance, I think is what was what makes you like the song more definitely makes you more appreciative of like how they um how they wrote it yeah especially Mm -hmm. if you're a music person um yeah Mm -hmm. a music person even playing like in orchestra or band or choir or music theory i feel like Mm -hmm. those people we've been exposed to it for so long Especially if you like, if you're in high school and you're in a specific choir, you get exposed to those notes all the time. So, mm-hmm. you know, hearing it, you're like, uh, eh, it's whatever, you know, second nature because you're so used to it. <laughs> but it even trickles into pop music sometimes. Like, I can't name it any does. examples, but they use the same type of techniques, like interesting, d- different, weird sounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's one of the reasons why so drawn to it is that. I guess so different. It also mm-hmm. it um well so this I chose this piece specifically because of one reason. So I got this from a video game. I won't say which because of the story I'm about to tell has major, major spoilers. Oh. And so I won't say any names, I won't say mm-hmm. the title of the game, but it'll just be Is it a very plot. popular franchise? Uh somewhat. I'm a gamer. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wait, just put a spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Yeah, just say spoiler Uh-oh. alert. It's okay. <laughs> if, if they're listening, they could skip. 
Yeah, but like I said, I won't say any names. I'll just say the plot line. Okay. All right. So there are these two kids that are um, in this seemingly hopeless situation. And one of them, a boy, is really... uh, Hold on, let me back it up. One of them, a girl, is very confident about it that she thinks that they will get out of their situation and the other one a boy is not so sure like he has doubts that their plans will just fall apart and they'll be stuck in their situation forever Mm -hmm. to calm him down the girl recommends claire de lune by debussy and as she says it's a soothing song that calms your heart like the moon's reflection in water and little trivia translation of Claire de Lune is Moonlight. So it really has that sort of like moonlight reflection. You gotta match it on a serene, tranquil lake. And so mm-hmm. a few minutes later, the girl unfortunately dies. Oh. Oh, no. mm-hmm. And the boy is left to take on what she started by getting out of the situation they're in. And so um, on the end of that chapter, he finds that a couple minutes of Claire de Lune and he plays it and he, he immediately feels calm about it and he makes that promise to the girl that he will get out of the situation no matter what for her sake. Yeah, I was about to say, I think I know what the game is, but it's not the game I was thinking of. So, yeah, same. <laughs> so, he was like trying to tiptoe around you. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Because once after, I was like, a boy and a girl. And I was like, wait, no, it's not the game. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The thing of Life is Strange. That's what I was getting to. I was getting Life is Strange. Okay. (laughs) I I, I was the only one. Yeah, I was getting Life is Strange, but it's not that. I was thinking Kingdom Hearts, but I don't think it's that. Mm -hmm. Both are good games, but like I said, for spoiler's sake, for those watching. We're not saying it. I, I will not say what the game is. So, can you send us in the group chat after this, though? Yeah, of course. I'll, I'll, okay, send, okay. I'll send it to you guys. Audience will never know. They uh, <laughs> maybe they do. <laughs> yeah, maybe they do. I think so. Maybe <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, some of them might know, but some probably those that don't does know. know. <laughs> those that don't know, they don't know like, the game. Probably, <laughs> like, right when she was saying it, the person named it out. I didn't say any names, so if people don't know where the game is, they didn't get spoiled. Although, if they do play the game, then they... What level are you on? (laughs) 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 I'm sure it's fine. It's very fine. But, yeah. After playing that part of the chapter, that's why the song really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Some games are like that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very much so. So, with, of course, the uh, very beautiful song, I'm also reminded of that chapter and what that boy promised the girl in her memory. Mm-hmm. And so when I eventually play the remaining chapters, I honestly can't wait to see how it plays out. Was the game recently released? It was a few years ago. Okay. I feel like I might know. I won't say anything. I don't know. But yeah, I'll tell you guys afterwards. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So now we are going to turn it over to Rachel. Okay. Take it away, Rachel. so the next song is by the one and only ludwig van beethoven with his song for elise hopefully i'm pronouncing that right 
and let's take a listen. <laughs> I know, right? You saw me. <laughs> Y'all, I was moving my fingers. Um, that was one of the songs. That was one of the songs I wanted to teach myself how to play the piano on. Um, so, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of classical pieces aren't just one song. They are different parts of songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's and talk about that. because yeah wait you said you learned this song i learned the first part of the song okay yeah 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 okay i learned the first part of the song so when the song starts to change Mm -hmm. i stopped (laughs) (laughs) you listen to the whole song that's a that's hard like i'm not like excellent piano player like can play the piano mm-hmm. but i'm not mm-hmm. that level Me neither. so it's a bunch of different songs where i've done that moonlight sonata one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs i literally only learned the first part because going into the next parts of it it's just okay i don't want to you know psych myself up too much <laughs> that song yeah. that song's gorgeous it's such a it's one of those songs where you hear it you know what it is you may not know the name you know what it is mm-hmm. and i feel like, a lot of the times when you maybe like if you when you were younger in school they tried to get you to know classical music they never really followed through with teaching you more about classical music what do you mean like the, the composers or um both like composers and music in general mm-hmm. um i know we would you have these uh, music classes, like, you know, and they would teach you different songs and they let you listen to these songs and they tell you who Beethoven was yeah. and they tell you who Mozart was, but they never really um, taught you more. Yeah. You just mm-hmm. stuck to basic things, which is understandable because you're so young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you go into music, you kind of stopped, I guess. There's nothing. Yeah. There was no more of Beethoven life or Beethoven this, and just kind of it was like a deadpan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more for like a music history class than mm-hmm. playing the instrument. But I feel like if you were given some backstory on what the piece, like the emotions that the composer was going through or what the composer wanted to translate through the piece that helps you play the piece better. Yeah, definitely. But also for Elise, it's like, it's a 
it's basically the, the same um, notes being played, but it's like built upon. Mm-hmm, like, especially say. in that first part. So that's why it's like really, it's not like, it's not easy to learn, but it's one of the easier pieces to learn if you're trying to learn piano. Mm-hmm. I was also about to say that um, it sounds very repetitive. Like, yeah. So, but as you get into it, you can hear the uh, changes in pitch. Yeah, like the variations and mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. A classic. Mm-hmm. Very much classic. Number one on the charts. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if, like, this billboard for, like, classical music. Stop. Like, <laughs> so Beethoven would be at the top every week. <laughs> you have fans, too. Oh. oh, my gosh. Yes, you're going to see on, like, because... You know, on the internet, you know, the little um, bulletin boards or something. <laughs> like, <The> updates, <laughs> comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fan this cams. Was absolutely amazing. Commented <laughs> by. They're going to be like, collab with Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> they would be like, please do a collab. One person, <laughs> say happy birthday to me. <laughs> Another one the fans have to say is come to Brazil. They love to say that to they every love artist. love come to Brazil. Come to Brazil is like a <laughs> like, stand. Yeah. It's like a stand quote. You, they will I'll probably always say it at least once. They'll be like, yes. come to Brazil. We love you. Come to Brazil. I don't know why it's a thing, but it's so funny. Like, I'm like, sir, you're from North Dakota. What's going on here? Oh my god! Robin being from a whole different continent. <laughs> Imagine if this was like modern times, and it was like you you were watching a mu- music show, and then it was like, okay, thanks Cardi B. Next up, uh, Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, wow, what's going on? Wow. It's like, ooh, okay, range, right. <laughs> range. <laughs> we came here to party. And have tea for dinner. Like, <laughs> he's so funny. You know, he's gonna see Cardi B like twerking and finishing her thing, and out of nowhere, you're gonna the have somebody come on Beethoven a tuxedo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we're getting a show today. Said, oh, they said, be like, let me put my hat on real quick. They'd be like, let me put my hat on, Regal. <laughs> Very regal. <laughs> Honestly, um, we go to a show like that. I'd watch it. It'll be interesting. <laughs> you know, you get to party, but then you get to classy. Yeah. <laughs> Megan said it best: classy, bougie. See, you go. Well, that's all you have to do. Honestly. Mm-hmm. All right next song so this song is actually from a movie this is a more modern piece um this song featured in the 2001 film merely um it's french uh, sorry for my french i took french in high school um, Basically, uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Anyways, so 
This translates to nursery rhyme of another summer afternoon. So I'm going to play this song. Here we go. so pretty lovely 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 i'm doing an accent <laughs> felt left out <laughs> what a lovely song to pick. oh lovely piece to pick absolutely love absolutely are you so salty about the uh prick we pulled on you <laughs> no i'm not not because I, I have the accent prepared i've been watching the circle so there's a girl <laughs> called chloe and she's british so i've been you know, practicing the accent. I love the circle. <laughs> love that show. I'm more of a Bridgerton gal, so. Bridgerton. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I haven't gotten into that show yet, but I've heard plenty of good things about it. Um, actually, I did a podcast on that show, so if I want to hear. Get that plug. Head over to my podcast, What Does Tokyo Think, on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god self-promo <laughs> <laughs> i like that song a lot um the one thing that i think about when i hear that song is like walking through france mm. with oh. like a baguette and like a crepe and <laughs> <laughs> some wine yeah yeah, no, yeah um, i can definitely see it it takes me back to when i went to europe and um, it was just really beautiful. Where'd you yeah, go in Europe? I went to France, uh, Spain, and Monaco. I went to Ooh, Paris, Monaco. Paris, and Barcelona. Like Ooh, Barcelona. London, uh, London, Paris, and Barcelona. So wow. I went to um, I went to three different places in France. I forgot what the last place was. I always forget. I don't know why. But <laughs> I went to Paris, Nice, and then we went to um, Madrid and Barcelona. And then Monica. Mm. Was that for your like high school field trip? Mm-hmm. It was, I actually ended up doing it as my um, senior trip. Yeah, we did the same thing. I was in French class. So yes. yeah, I was part of that. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. I should have went to mine. Yeah, it's a, it was a lot of fun. And it was, um, I'm glad that I decided to do it because it was 2018. It was right before the pandemic, mm. <laughs> right the year before pandemic hit. So um, 
so glad I did it. We're going to do another trip for the students that um, were still at the school. But once that pandemic hit, got that money back. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, oh they got God. that money back. So I'm glad that I ended up going. Um, it was very nice. I'm a person who loves to travel. So mm-hmm. um, same. being there was just really nice. Trying a bunch of different things. Um well, I get in trouble for saying this, I don't know. Being able to drink legally and Oh yeah, that was so much fun. <laughs> Being able to like be legal and drink, like that just uh I tried different wines, so it was like oh my gosh, like I could possibly be a wine connoisseur, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I really did appreciate um being there and like the different cultures and um mm-hmm. the culture shock to me because oh yeah a lot of the things that we do of course they don't do like mm-hmm. we walk around we're always so fast-paced walking around eating food yeah they don't walk and eat their food at the same time like they actually <laughs> sit down eat their food um it's rare to see someone walking around eating just walking so like like wow um <laughs> a lot of well, with public transportation it's a lot like a lot of driving is more of people cycling and scooters mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that stuff um it was <laughs> a lot of nude beaches so <laughs> that was the <a> thing <laughs> but i like listening to that song it takes me back to that and just how um so calming I felt when I was there how excited I was to be able to see more of another culture especially something like Europe because it's so different compared to us yeah mm-hmm. it's just really nice and that song I like in my head it's like all these scenes of like the Louvre and you know the royal Ooh. palace and the, uh, <laughs> the royal palace in Barcelona and Ooh, Eiffel Tower cool. and uh, Arc de Triomphe, like she's cultured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll send you guys my pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can. I, I can definitely see a blog. How. <laughs> I can definitely the blog? see how it. The blog. How. <laughs> no, <not bad. laughs> Yeah, I can definitely see how it, I can definitely see how you related to traveling. Mm-hmm. Like for me, my family is also very big on traveling. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, when for my tenth birthday, I also went to Paris. And mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go. We've also been to, of course, London, mm-hmm. Sweden, Italy, Turkey. Um, What's your favorite place? Well, I love them all. I can't pick just one. It's no, hard right one. now. No, 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 no. Her room. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's your favorite place, huh? Um, <laughs> out the country? Yes. Um, hmm. <laughs> I, I, okay, so I haven't been to that many places, but I really love Cosmo, Mexico. And also, I've been there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like on a cruise, but those are <laughs> yeah. the, the sands, the wa- the color of the water. I was like, wow. I think. It's hard to pick, especially when you've been to a lot of places, um, because there's mm-hmm. something different in every place. 
Mm-hmm. And there's something different that you find that you love in every place. Yes. And for me, yes. that's a big reason why it's hard for me to pick uh, mm-hmm. as well. Like, I get what you're saying. It's hard to find, like, pick one specific place because mm-hmm. you've been to so many places. You're always going to find something you love. Like, Spain, I love the fact that I found the spot where they filmed the Cheetah Girls. <laughs> and, I, oh. and I got to oh walk down God. that street. I am <laughs> in love with that. In <laughs> Paris, I fell in love with Nice and um, the beach they have there. I fell in love with, um, oh gosh, it's not a uh, garden. Um, they had in the, there's this perfume place that we went to and I fell in love with that. Mm-hmm. Um, went to, like tropical places. I When we went to Barbados, yeah. I fell in love with the beach as well. Yes. So, <laughs> so many different things that, you know, you find that you love, but it's so hard to like, point which place would possibly be your favorite of all of them mm-hmm. true Although, so wait everybody's here been to europe or france yes yeah mm-hmm. uh, most of it has been europe yeah and if i have to say the one place that i wish i could go again is turkey because mm-hmm. a lot local- of people say that i've heard a lot of people say they would love to go back to turkey yes yes thing is oh uh, my family and I went, went to Turkey as sort of like a, uh, our original destination was Rome, and we were in Turkey on layaway. And so mm. we spent a night or two there, explored the sites, and mm. we all instantly fell in love. Mm. Just- a lot of people say that's one place they would love to go back to. I've mm. heard it so many times. Mm. Yeah, we were there for so little time, and just, we're, we're all in agreement. We, we want to go back to Turkey. I'm looking at pictures right now. <laughs> y'all can't hear him type he's not on his computer this time <laughs> i'm on my phone just not this very much okay so okay so recently our um our professor um told us our our analytics for this podcast and i noticed that we have some listeners in australia so let me just talk about australia for a minute you've been to australia oh no and I'm going to oh. tell you why. <laughs> Australia, and correct me if I'm wrong, the person listening to Australia. It's because of the but, jelly, jellyfish. <laughs> but y'all wildlife is something serious. Like, y'all y'all got the, the these huge spiders. Y'all got the kangaroos. Y'all got the, I can't. I'm sorry. I, if, I, if I have to fight the wildlife, no, I'm not going. I'm so, I, I, I mean, Australia is a beautiful country, but that's the one thing that has just kept me back like i don't want to have to fight a kangaroo and then have that viral on twitter well there goes one of our viewers exactly look at what haru did <laughs> but i'm not saying australia is a bad country i'm just saying no no no, 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 no. the way you got on me for when i said that thing about megan i'm getting on you for saying this about australia <laughs> oh my god well guess what we're both canceled now i'm just speaking my mind let me get the no staff apology together yeah, let's oh, let's uh, we gotta write our notes up. Apology soon. Yeah, <laughs> those comments yeah, were made when our, I was a young, a different gotta, person. <laughs> we gotta make our YouTuber uh, apology video where we like fake cry. Oh let me get the, get the oh tears together. Right, we gotta uh, spray our faces with water. I've changed. <laughs> I've changed. <laughs> That's what I when I was younger. However, it does not excuse me for what I've done. Ah. I've changed. <laughs> The comments I made were disgusting. They were vile. <laughs> I need to stop. I need to stop. Yeah, we before we don't. Oh my god, I'm about to start crying. <laughs> Mm-mm. 
let me let's move on because that I can get into that. I can get it's into the that. way that's so accurate. Like it's so sad how accurate that is. Mm. It's so mm-hmm. sad how accurate that is. But in Australia's defense, I would like to go learn their culture and see their. I would love to love to go to Australia. Mm-hmm. I would like to go to Australia, but my biggest fear is spiders, so I kind of can relate too. to Peru. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Like Rachel, they're they're literally huge. I'm like, I know, I've seen photos of that. I'm terrified. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of where I went. I think it was Saint Martin's, and there was this uh, huge like iguana, and I got to hold it. I just remember my mom being so scared. (laughs) 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 It was so big, like, and there was a bunch of them just walking around too. I remember it was wild, it. wild iguana. I believe so. I'm not sure. Did they bite? They didn't bite. No, I don't know if they oh. do. They didn't bite me. I thought they eat like um, bugs. I know. I was touching it, and my mom said, "Let me get away." <laughs> <laughs> it was so oh funny. She just like could not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like for me, I'll try try anything. Like going to uh, Paris, I tried. Escargo. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm getting over it. I'm getting over it. Well, I had some professor. Uh, she'll, she'll, oh, yeah. She'll, so, like, I tried Escargo. I would try and, that. Um, yeah. Actually, I tried that before. Sorry. But mm-hmm. people who never had it, they tried it. And I, uh-huh. like, watched them and they were like, videos and they were like, because oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's different, you know, that's not. Our custom thing that's was the, the taste culture. good well when i had it, so i had it when i went on a cruise uh-huh when i had it it wasn't bad okay it was like this buttery garlic sauce so mm-hmm. you can never go most people's like the texture yeah you can never mm-hmm. go wrong with like butter like garlic butter, so true uh when i had it it wasn't bad i it, i i just was happy i could say i at least tried it that's all <laughs> if I can at least say I tried it, that's all I care about. Right, so now we are gonna turn it over to a quiz. We are gonna find out which dun, dun, dun. is that our quiz music? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I have I've got one. Dun, 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 dun. Sounds like the Amanda show. It was, it was supposed to oh be more I can see that. <laughs> that sounds like the Amanda show. <laughs> so we are going to find out which great composer we were in our past lives. I'm ready. So I'll go first um, and I'll just like answer and say the questions. So this is from classicfm.com. Okay. So there's 10 questions and at the end you find out who you are. I don't know which people they have at the end. But first question is pick a meal. They have macaroni and cheese. Sausage, pastries, and beef stroganoff. Um, I'm going to go with mac and cheese. And they have pick a city. Leipzig, Bonn, Moscow, Vienna. I'm going to go with Vienna. Your favorite instrument, violin, piano, organ, or all of them, full orchestra. Uh, <laughs> so I played the viola in uh, middle school. But... <laughs> But then the piano is like, I play it now, and I play that in high school too. So um, I'll go with orchestra because, like, everything comes together. Your default mood optimistic, 
serious, grumpy, or bouncy. I'd say I'm very bouncy at times. I'm not like, when I wake up in the morning, I'm one of those people who are like grumpy. So, <laughs> what do you think of this piece? Uh-uh. <laughs> it sounds very spooky. Okay, it says, is it a tonal, not my thing, but it's new to my ears, manic, thrilling? Oh, I not my thing. Child, that's all over the place. <laughs> that is a manic. <laughs> that is all over the place. That's the same yeah. one? Yes! Oh my god. What do you eat for breakfast? Pancakes? I don't. I just have strong English. coffee, cereal, and fruit, or full English breakfast. Coffee. I just smell coffee. I barely... Very uh, chaotic. I barely eat breakfast. <laughs> Not the chaos. So early in the morning. Yeah, see, the thing is... I occasionally eat breakfast. I need to stop doing that. But sometimes I just, sometimes I'm weird and I just drink black coffee. Uh, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. Which of these do you do on your free time? Read poetry, walk in the, in the courtside, enjoy the very best food or drink what free time? Well, free time. actually, I sleep. So um, <laughs> my sleep schedule is so bad, guys. <laughs> I'm just going to say walk in the courts, the countryside, because if I could, I would do that. How do you keep fit? Singing and playing the organ, dancing, running. I don't have time for that. It's not that I don't have time. I just don't want to. But sure, dancing, whatever. <laughs> you're not at home. You're most likely to be found at church, in the pub. The concert hall or traveling traveling <laughs> who's your favorite author jane austen Henry mantle leo holstoy pj wodehouse i only know jane austen so <laughs> gotta pick that up okay. by default right oh i'm mozart <laughs> oh the sign suggests that you were almost certainly the fun loving great classical composer Wolfgang Amidas Mozart in a former life. Great work on the magic flute, by the way. Interesting. Is it As a Mozart, you can't tell me anything. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, is it an Amadeus? Probably. I just don't know how to talk. <laughs> I'm so Fair serious. <laughs> it probably is. I'm just terrible with pronouncing things. All right, who wants to go next? I actually have the quiz up on my phone right now. Right. So I actually next. got the results for mine. <laughs> oh, oh, right. Oh nice. Peru, what about you? Okay. <laughs> Peru, are you late? No, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. All right, here we go. Peru, pick a meal. Macaroni and cheese, sausages, pastries, or beef stroganoff? Um, beef stroganoff. All right. Yeah. Pick a city. Vienna, Leipzig, Bonn, Moscow. Moscow. What is your favorite instrument? Violin, piano, organ, full, or 
or full orchestra? Um, full orchestra. I like the drama. <laughs> the drama. <laughs> What's your default mood? Optimistic, serious, grumpy, or bouncy? Optimistic. What's the last one? Bouncy. Oh, optimistic. Uh, you already said you thought the piece was not your thing, so I yeah, that was interesting. I won't even ask you that question. What do you eat for breakfast? Pancakes, coffee, cereal, and fruit, or full English breakfast? Um, I'm gonna just go with cereal. Most of the days it's like cereal, fruit, something like that. Which of these do you do in your free time? Poetry, walk in the countryside, enjoy the best food and drink, or what free time? What's the last one? Oh yeah, what free time? <laughs> like. <laughs> How do you keep it? dancing, singing, and playing the organ? Running, or you don't have time for that. Um, I guess running would be the closest. If you're not found at home, you're most likely to be found at church, in the pub, in the concert hall, or traveling. In the pub. Ooh, okay, Haru. <laughs> <laughs> in the pub. Okay, Haru. Let me stop. I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite author? Um, P.G. Woodhouse. Woodhouse. Sorry, Jane Austen. Hilary Mantle. Leo Tolstoy. Um, Jane Austen. That's the one, only one I think I know. All right. See, I don't know any of the rest of these people. Wow. Rachmanov. Manu. Who? Uh, can't talk. <laughs> Wait, who is what's it? The, what's the name? Rach. I said it wrong. Rachmanov. <laughs> it's something. Something. I've never heard of this person. How do you spell it? R-A-C-H-M-A-N-I-N-O-V. Oh, right. Rachamanov, Racham, Rachamanov, or something like that. There you go. He's Russian. That's why. Um, okay, I, I give it, okay, gotcha. Let me. Let the sign suggests that you were almost certainly a great romantic composer in your formal life. Great work on the second piano concert. <laughs> concert. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> sorry, I Thank just got you. a message that just like me off. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so you. you. How, how do you feel about that, sir? Um, he sounds like an icon, so I'm good with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good All with right. that. All right. Who are you, Rachel? I got Beethoven. Ooh. Ooh. Collab. <laughs> You're about to collab. Sonia, <laughs> 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 did you do yours? Oh, yeah, I was, was going to do mine in real time. So I'm on the first question, pick a meal. I'm also going to go with macaroni and cheese because I love noodles. And especially with the mac mac and cheese where it's like multiple cheeses. Just awesome blend. (laughs) Pick a city. Vienna, Bonn, Moscow. I'm going to go with Vienna. Never been. Favorite instrument. I'm going to go with piano just because I like how it sounds. Default mood. Um... I would say optimistic. That piece, it was manic. <laughs> I just, like I said, it was very spooky. It just Yeah, it, it was very manic. Um, I don't know what the heck was going on with that, but so much <laughs> happened, and it okay. me off. What do I eat for breakfast? Uh, obviously, cereal and fruit. That's actually what I had. <laughs> I didn't have a single thing except for the Starbucks refresher. Which of these do you do in free time? Uh, out of the choices, I think we're going to do read poetry. Mm. And just going to substitute uh-huh. that for like books or 
mm-hmm. like fanfics and stuff like that. But yeah, that well, I could have picked that. I mean, I read just not as much as I used to. But mm-hmm. how do I keep fit? I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not at home, mostly to be found traveling, mostly at the mall. <laughs> Who is your favorite author? Obviously, Jane Austen because I really love her work. Pride and Prejudice is one of my favorites. Ah, apparently I got Rush Meninoff again. Wow. So you and her were twins? Oh my god, twinning. I suggest that you're almost certainly the great romantic composer Sergei Archimanov in a former life. Great work on this second piano concerto, by the way. Exactly. Awesome. Maybe we'll give that a listen after this is done. Um, I just think, you know, I'm iconic. I'm Mozart. So. <laughs> We're Rachmaninoff. Okay. Um, how many people actually always quote your music, though? Oh, you're getting canceled. <laughs> uh, the the oh classical stands about to come for you, and I'm ready. I'm a Not Why? classical stands. What is up with you in these stands? <laughs> uh huh. They are. I'm listening to the blogs. Oh my goodness. You know, Haru's doing this to himself. He just wants me to be canceled. No, I do not. Yes, you do. I don't want anybody to be canceled. Yes, you do. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. The only one here I want to be canceled is Rachel. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was saying, what did Rachel ever do? Rachel literally just sits there. Like. <laughs> Wow. I wanted, I wanted to see her her anger level, what she would do. <laughs> okay, Miss Tiffany Pollard. Miss <laughs> 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 Tiffany. <laughs> Rockmanoff. That's how you say it. Oh, Rockmanoff. Oh, dang. Rockmanoff. Dang it. <laughs> well, Rockman. you were the first one. Rockmanoff. Rockmanoff. <laughs> All right. Gotta, gotta remember that. I'm so sorry about pronunciation. I'm just terrible. Wait, am I next? <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> oh, purr, purr, okay, okay. Okay, so uh, um, my <laughs> my song is um, "Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence" by. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Ryuchi Sakamoto. I think that's how you pronounce it. A little bit okay. of background on him: he's a more contemporary. Um, composer. He emerged in the late 70s. Um, he was a part of the Yellow Magic Orchestra, which was kind of like an electronic, like they like to um, fuse a lot of styles together. I'm literally on the Wikipedia right now, but they like, they like to fuse a lot of um, like electronic styles. Wikipedia? Uh-uh, not the false information source. And um, actually... It says here that their yeah. their band is described as the original cyberpunks, and they're like a, their early work has been described as proto technical music, and they're frequently cited as pioneers of ambient house music. They also influenced the new romantic movement, including British bands Duran Duran and Japan. Um, so he's a part of that. He's a part of the the band um, Yellow Music Orchestra. But um, him himself, Ryuchi, he has a lot of like good works like his most recent thing that i think you would know is um if you've seen call me by your name he did some music on that but he also did um an episode of black mirror he did an episode of black mirror um from the most recent season called from the episode smithereens and he composed like a lot of music from 
that whole episode. Um, but Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence is just a very mellow, chill song that um, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go into it after after the the yeah. Okay, so I got I got I got huh? What the hell was that? You guys saw my face. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so basically, I know this song from. Okay, so I gotta bring it back like ten years. So Kingdom Hearts is a really popular game, and there's a song called Simple and Clean, who is sung by Utada Hikari, and I got into a lot of her music, and she reworked this into a pop song. And I was like, oh, this, like, this beat is fire. Like, wow. Like, and then I, I noticed that it was a sample and I was like, okay, the song itself is really good. Um, but yeah, like, it, it just feels like the day before Christmas or like on Chris, or Christmas day, like the snow falling and like just being real chill, being real tranquil, like at peace. And I want to learn this song on piano one day. It's deceptively hard. Like I, l- I looked at the little how he was moving his hands. I was like, I don't think I could do that, but I'll try. Okay, and I'm glad you said the parts because I recently got into that and I was like, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that song, Simple and Clean, like I'm sure you've heard like just if you're on TikTok, like it was it went really big on TikTok. Um, Utada Hikaru was like a really popular Japanese pop artist. She's, she has some really good stuff. She's worked with a lot of good like producers. I think she worked with Timbaland on one album. Um, but yeah, she's not that active right now. But what Sonia, what are you have um what are they called? Funkos? Yeah. Funko Pop? Yes, I got the Funko Pops up. Oh my gosh, I want some of those of like Marvel ones, but I'm I don't want to spend my money. So Yeah. I got Sora, I got Kyrie, I got Best Boy Riku. (laughs) Say, wait a minute. (laughs) Uh I I love I love Kingdom Hearts. So yeah, it's a really good um, series. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, how do y'all go feel about the the pace? How how do you feel about the pace? I, get- I like it very much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's very beautiful. Um, no problem. 
Why are you laughing? What's so funny? <laughs> what is with him today? <laughs> we're just let's just bounce. Let's just banter. What's going on? Let's, let's just bounce. You look confused. Okay. Um but I was trying to figure out like where I had heard it from. I'm still not sure mm-hmm. where I heard it from. But um it's very beautiful. It makes me reminisce a lot from when I was dancing and like doing competitive dance a lot because uh we had to we didn't necessarily have to get into classical music but classical music was a very big a very big part of dancing um especially when it comes to ballet so yeah and every dancer you well if you did um competitive team every dancer you you're gonna listen to at least five thousand listen at least five thousand times to the same like classical songs and you're gonna know so many classical songs because of light routine so this made me think a lot about that uh it's so nice i literally was like imagining myself dancing to it yeah i was too this is definitely has a lot of kingdom hearts vibes i just imagine it being in the uh title screen or just in the background of one of the worlds just oh yeah it is so beautiful it does remind me a lot of uh, Simple and Clean. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like if there's like a Christmas remix of Simple and Clean, this would be it. But, um, maybe. But yeah, him as a composer, I really like how he mixes, not in this song particularly, but he does mix like more electronic sounds with a more more classical sounds, which I think is really cool. Like you have to, I feel like you have to know both genres a lot to make them work well together and kind of know how to mix them and how to... Um, what certain elements work well with each other so yeah so the next piece is we will be listening to um nocturne chris nine numeral two this is a very um i want to say it's pretty a pretty common classical piece i've heard i've heard it multiple times there's this one um move that we did in ballet and they would play this song while we do that warm up, uh, we did uh, not Grand Bet Mars, forgot what it's called. I'll think of it, it'll come to my head soon. But yes, so I'm gonna play it. <laughs> We use that a lot doing, um, it was called Ron de Jean. So ballet is 
really French. <laughs> um, it's a lot of French words and uh, things learning. So we would do rond and relevés and plies and rombatmas, developés. You might not even know what some of these words are, but <laughs> no, but I know I know plié. <laughs> to bend yes so there's a lot of used a lot of different uh, classic classical pieces when we mm-hmm. did, like our bar work even with doing our floor work we did a lot of used a lot of classical pieces like a general ballet class i was in was literally our work center work across the floor and then we end doing bows that was like a general ballet class that we did Mm-hmm. That song just mm-hmm. brought back a lot of memories because that's one of the songs that we would use while we were doing bar work. <laughs> Have you ever seen audience members cry at ballet pieces? Yes. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people can connect with dancers. Um, dancing is telling a story without... Well, how I used to think of it when I was younger was dancing is acting without necessarily speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a dancer can convey that so-called character because necessarily all the time it's not a character um, but if a dancer can show the emotions of what's happening in a dance and can touch someone you've done your job as a dancer um, so when I was younger I used to think of it that way as I got older I realized dancing isn't just acting Dancing is being able to bring yourself out more compared to just being a character necessarily. Mm. So if you're able to put yourself out there and show yourself, be vulnerable enough to reach someone else and touch them in a beautiful way, then you've done your job as a dancer. I've Mm. seen people cry from contemporary pieces. I've seen people cry from tap pieces, um, ballet. And it just, something will hit someone differently than it might hit you. So even though you're up there dancing and don't really feel as if that connects with you as much, it may connect to someone else. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. That's, that's, that's the reason that as a, as a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. But yeah, I think that dan- you're exactly right. Like dance, um, even different forms of dance. Like I used to watch a show called America's Best Dance Group. And that mm-hmm. was like more um, like B-boy, like, um, well, they had different styles, but like it wasn't like, so you think you could dance or like, um, what's the other one? Um, the one with the Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. It was more of like a, um, they had like crew. So it was like more of like a group thing. But I get what you're saying, how it tells a story, but also it can bring people out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, for me, my best, uh, my strong suit when it came to dancing is hip-hop. So, hip-hop isn't always necessarily, you know, hard-hitting, you know, rap songs. Because a lot of people think of it that way. You know, old-school songs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you can do a lot with hip-hop, actually. And I try to do that, um, especially when it comes to promotions. Uh Hip-hop, like I said, it's not just hard hitting. It's doing yeah. isolations, being able to, being able to be vulnerable. Like I said before, you can do that with a, any type of song. So um, a mm-hmm. lot of the times, 
when I do hip hop now, because yeah, I do like to, I do like the view of having those, you know, sharp, sharp hit moves, but you can do that to a song that's like really soft and, you know, not as yeah. a beat. Like you could do it to this song. I probably could find a way to do it to this song. Um, I might do that. what's like playing in my head right now when you said that was okay hear me out was kanye west but but let me explain um in his is a music video called runaway and he has these like um these ballet ballerinas and the song is very like glitchy you know kind of like the production is very very futuristic but seeing the ballet ballerinas dance to that song, it's like, and they're really like slow, like graceful movements. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like a really inter- interesting, like juxtaposition between the music and the mm-hmm. dancers, but it worked. Yeah. It's really interesting to me. But yeah, so that's, that's, like, that's, that's the end of that. Yeah, yeah. like the isolations <laughs> and the contractions. Um, mm-hmm. It's a big thing when you're dancing to a piece or just any song that's more mellow and more soft. Uh well, for hip hop wise, the yeah. attractions, isolation, being able to be in touch with yourself. And I feel that's a big thing that a lot of dancers don't, um, may not really think about. Uh, you yeah. have to really be in touch with yourself. I feel listening to music as well, like to really oh, yeah. appreciate a piece, being able to set yourself into like, my head. What I usually do, I imagine myself the songs playing but when it comes to more like classical music i imagine myself playing the song so that's a good way to kind of put yourself in the shoes of how would it look if this were me and how would i necessarily start how would i feel necessarily and i feel that's a good place to start when you want to really get in touch with yourself and in tune with yourself. I'm a big person when it comes to like aligning your chakras and essential oils and <laughs> sage and essence. So essence, sorry, not essence. Gosh. <laughs> so I'm a big person when it comes to that. So mm-hmm. sorry guys. I don't like it. Sorry. But I'm a big person when it comes to that. So being in tune with myself is something I very much have to make sure it's okay with me. Um <laughs> Usually every time before we do this podcast, I sage my room. So (laughs) good vibes. Yes, I sage my room. But I mean, if you're not a person that can't get into stuff like that, then definitely meditation and playing classical music while you meditate is probably one of the best things Mm -hmm. you can do. Um, If you're not listening to uh, someone, you know, talk and the meditation for you, classical music is amazing when it comes to meditation. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh my gosh! All <laughs> right. He goes with this accent. <laughs> you, 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 you lot started it. All right. <laughs> did you say you lots? You lot. Yes, I did. Wow, he's so did. gone full British. Oh from my gosh. Essex. I'm from Essex. Oh, Essex. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Oh that's where the girl God. from the circle is from. So that's, that's all I know. Sure. <laughs> I could do an Essex accent. Okay. <laughs> wow. He just said. <laughs> Netflix, if you're casting, it. Netflix, if you're casting, please, you know, let us know if you need somebody with a British accent. Because I can do that. 
I could do that. I could do that. What's with the face, Tokyo? <laughs> Hello? See you on mute. You're not going to say. Um, I'm just trying to get in where I fit in, okay? <laughs> you know what? I don't blame and you. And collect the check. I don't blame you. That would be the same thing. <laughs> I would. I don't blame you at all. I see the vision. Okay. Yeah. She's the vision. Okay. I see the vision. I see what you're going for. And I don't blame you. Because, yes, me too. <laughs> all right. So okay. now we will be going on to our final piece. Mm-hmm. Rachel, take it away. I will. So, so the final piece is called Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy by Chikovsky. And I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right because I'm not going to try the first Chikovsky. It is a dance for a ballerina from the Nutcracker. Choreographer Marius Pediba wanted the Sugar Plum Fairy's music to sound like drops of water shooting from a fountain. And Tchaikovsky found the ideal instrument to do this job in Paris in 1891. It was then that he came across the recently invented Celesta. So let us take a listen. Literally, I had a ballet dance to it when I was younger and um, my sophomore year in high school, uh, I was in chamber choir and we did an acapella version, all women's acapella version to that. So I'm in love with it. And Pentatonics does this acapella version of it and it sounds absolutely amazing. I literally, my friends and I um, have literally performed it in my basement just because. I love, I love that song. Like, um, I can't make it not a bop. I can't make it not a bop. I'm sorry. No, you can't. You really can't. <laughs> you really can't. And I love it. <laughs> you can't make it not a bop. I can't make it. I love it. I can't not make it. I love it. So that's. Cool. And then when I was younger, I saw the Nutcracker. So, like, that was. Oh my gosh. The Nutcracker was one of the prime times of my Christmas. Like, almost yeah. every mm. year, my family and I would go see a version of the Nutcracker Ballet. And. Child, I've never seen it. Really? I've seen so clips. Beautiful. 
so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I saw yeah. it when I was, I don't even remember how old I was when I saw it. But I just know I was so ecstatic. Uh, we saw it at the Kennedy Center. So oh, yeah, yeah. I was so happy to see it. Just seeing those dancers on stage, everyone on point. Um, when I was younger, Swan Lake used to be my favorite song. Oh, yeah. So I was very big into Swan Lake. And when they came on and performed that, oh, my gosh, I thought I was going to pass out <laughs> because <laughs> I was so happy. And then Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy came on and I just saw the soloist and I literally was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I was as a child that was like just seeing people perform and dance and just, it was such a big thing to me mm-hmm. do you all remember the uh, Barbie versions of yes I was about to yeah. say that yeah. yeah I have that movie still I think I got rid of mine I have Aww. all my movies right over here like next oh. to me oh my god um, I see let me see I see Barbie Island Princess Oh my gosh, I that's see, my favorite. That is my ultimate favorite. There's oh. so many. I don't even know. I see the Polly Pocket movie. I see <laughs> Cheetah Girls. I see Princess Diaries. Like I'm, pro- I'm pretty sure I can find the Barbie Swan Lake. Oh, oh my god! Here, oh, so wait, my childhood. My childhood. The so movie? movies over here. So the movie Black Swan is that yes. based on the Nutcracker? Black Swan. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time, so I can't tell you. I don't even. I, I can't I remember, I remember either. With it. It's the one with um, Natalie. Portman. You know, she's like in like a ballet. She's like a yeah, she's like a ballerina, and then like she's like really her. obsessed with being perfect. It's like the artist. Yeah. Um, you know how they have the whole uh, thing of artist perfectionist thing syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like that movie, Whiplash. Um, I Tanya, a couple others. See, Sebastian Stan was in those movies. <laughs> Are you talking about No. I'm talking about I, Tanya and Black Swan. The same person? Yeah. Sebastian Stan was in those movies. Wait, 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 wait. You brought up I, Tanya for... Wait, I'm confused. I'm the, confused. Ar- the whole artist uh, perfectionist um, thing. Obsessed oh, okay, artist. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Obsessed artist. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. Tanya is one of those the obsessed artist things. Oh, I did. I don't think I've seen that movie. Hi, Tanya. Okay, well, now. That's the Margot Robbie. Yeah. That one, yeah. Hmm. Oh, she's a bigger skater. Let me look up the movie Black Swan. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, it's based... It's, it's production of Swan Lake. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, okay, so... Wait, wait, wait. Let me Google nut, the Nutcracker um, thing. <laughs> Hold on. But yeah, back on okay, the, who, uh, who did Swan Lake? What, what's the me. composer? The composer. Uh, I think it's the same composer. Maybe. I mean, you have your phone. <laughs> I'm on Wikipedia right now. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. My mind. My mind. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I go up on these tangents. I'm sorry. It's the it's the frozen coffee. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So you've seen Black Swan? <laughs> me. Yeah. Not all the way through, no. <laughs> Did you at least get to the part where she was in the club and drinking? No. Probably, no. Yeah, to uh, Tchaikovsky? Tchaikovsky? I don't know if it's Tchaikovsky. 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 Gotcha. I've got you, I've got you. My apologies. <laughs> Thank you. 
Well, anyways, so the <laughs> moral of the story is I always mention stuff about Sebastian Stan and you've just never noticed him or seen him. So <laughs> at this point, I don't know what else I can do for you. Sebastian Stan. Anyway, so I think that classical music is just a very, um, it's important still in our society today. I think that some people I honestly forget that with, you know, everything going on. But pop or classical music really trickles down into other forms, you know, trickles down to pretty much every genre right now. And if you don't think so, then you can argue with your mother because I'm not doing that with you today. Um, what, what do y'all think? I think you just completely dis- dismissed my point. But you know what? I agree. Yes, I agree with as well. I, re- I remember when um, like a long car trips, uh, like my family used to play like the classical radio station and I was just falling asleep to that. I love, love classical music with how soothing it is. And it's also a great study tool. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like classical music is very ingrained in everyone, whether they know it or not through either through music or through movies, movies more so, like films, mm-hmm. movies um, so, like, TV shows. Barbie yeah. movies for me. Yeah, because, like, I think the copyright, there's no copyright on them, like, like public domain, I think. So yeah. that's the one that most, like, people use. Most Good of the <gasps> What's that? Oh, the, oh, that's Barbie and the 12 movie. Dancing Princesses. Oh, oh my God. I love that one. <laughs> You're just bringing up my childhood, Tokyo. And- Literally. So let me read the back. Barbie and the 12 Dancing Princesses. Barbie will dance her way into your heart in this fun and enchanting all new adventure. Join Barbie as the beautiful Princess Genevieve, her 11 dancing princess sisters, as they discover a secret entrance to an amazing magical world where all wishes come true. But when their father is in danger of losing his kingdom, uh, and her sisters must work together in order to save the day and their father, learn that the power of family can overcome all obstacles. That sounds like drama. It, there is a lot of drama in it. We would probably watch it and just be like... I'm like, wow, oh. I didn't know it was drama like this. <laughs> oh. The scandal. Okay, so Barbie is actually really interesting now. I used to watch her show because I sat kids. And um, her show on Netflix, very good. <laughs> she has a show on Netflix? Yep. <laughs> They're definitely, I see clips of that go viral on Twitter, and they're definitely, like, trying to moder- modernize Barbie yeah. and the Barbie brand. Because on YouTube, she has a web show. It's like a web series. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> Barbie's a whole YouTuber. She is. No, she is. And she and Ken, a little scandalous. She, like, kind of, like, kind of just like, uh, Ken. <laughs> And he like likes her, but she's like, uh, Ken, ah ha ha ha, ah ha ha ha, like <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's very funny. So this was actually based on the Twelve Dancing Princesses by the by Brothers Grimm. Wow. Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> One Lake was just very nice. I recently rewatched. Very nice. Uh, I really do wish that I was able to go see it this past Christmas, but with everything that happened, of course, I couldn't go see anything, so. Yeah, and I also recently uh, rewatched the Barbie in Swan Lake, because it's on YouTube, and so <laughs> I got to relive my childhood on that. 
how I feel about the Bratz movies. What about you, Haru? Well, I used to watch um, a movie that I always watched when it came out was Jump In on Disney Channel. Yes. Love the, that. The, the one about double dutching. Look, yeah. that movie, and it was so interesting because he's like a boxer, so he knew how to like do the, how to skip already, low key. And I was like, wow, this is so interesting. The movie was way ahead of its time. Yeah. And it's very sad how they uh, didn't do anything else with it. Right. I thought there was going to be like at least a, a second one, Jump In 2. Yeah, there was no <laughs> Jump In 2. Jump in the third row, like jump in again. Like they, there was, there was, there was material. There was Disney material. Channel hit him up, right? <laughs> or even like a spinoff, Double Dutch, and like that could have been cool too. But it's okay. Wow. It's okay, okay, I had Haru. ideas. I, I had ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, like with Princess and the Frog. It's been like eleven years. Oh, maybe this yeah. one. I just rewatched that one. It's one of my favorites. But like they're coming out with a series, so it's oh, they are. It's kind of like yeah, they're coming out with a series um, on Disney Plus for it. So it's like okay, I get it now, but mm-hmm. still, hmm. it's been like 10, 12 years, and there's only one movie. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know why, but <laughs> something, suspicious, something fishy. We know why. I think we do. And we know why, but however. They're getting better, but it's not where it needs to be. Anyway, oh, it's um, not because they still. Um, sorry, there's a lot of thing, a lot of things I can say about Disney. I really could. There's a lot of things but, I can say about Disney. Um, let's 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 start with classical. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that if this is my last thing to say, I think that if there were a streaming services for just classical music culture, that would be really interesting to me. If they just like consolidated into one streaming yeah. platform, I don't know how they would do that, but I think that would be really, really good. Really, there's a lot out there. Yeah, maybe it's imagine- like PBS or something. Yeah, I imagine there's something like it somewhere. Yeah. You know, be yeah. well known, but I'm pretty sure there's something. Mm-hmm. PBS was always really good with teaching. You never know; mm-hmm. they probably could. Oh yeah. Reading yeah. Rainbow was my show, man. PBS, if you need a if you need a content planner or a content, you know, and ideas or even like a content strategist, just let me know. You know, send me the job application. I'm like, I got y'all. I'm trying to oh get boy. a job. I'm trying to get a check. <laughs> I'm trying to collect a check. And that's yeah. all I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> let me stop. <laughs> they don't think they don't think that I'm unhinged. Oh my God. Yeah, they'd be like, what is up with him today? It's that What's coffee. Yeah, it's the it's that coffee. coffee. Yeah, he went to Dunkin', y'all. He got mm-hmm. mm, you know how Dunkin' be. America runs on Dunkin'. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah, hashtag not sponsored. Not sorry. Hashtag, hashtag ad. No. <laughs> Let me no, okay. before we get sued or something, Haru. Please. No, I'm just saying, no. all, for all purposes, that was not an advertisement, and okay. this podcast is not sponsored. It's sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts uh-uh. today. It is not. But if Duncan wants to sponsor us, please contact us. I would perfect. I would be okay with that. Look. Oh, that would be a really good sponsorship. Okay. Duncan. Wait, let's close it out real quick. Yes, let's All close right, out before so... we <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was our classical podcast, our mm-hmm. virtual tea party, which obviously was just a hot mess. Honestly, <laughs> it felt like an actual like party. Oh, it felt like an mm-hmm. actual like mm-hmm. tea party. Like it was we're sitting- tea. Oh, there was no. tea. I have coffee. 
like it felt like we were sitting in front of each other, you know, talking, having a tea party. Quotations over tea party. Um, <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys figured out what, you know, classical composer you were in your past life. Sorry if we mm-hmm. didn't pick any of the same choices that you may have picked. I mean, it's our choices, so. All right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> next week will be a surprise. Another you may never know. <laughs> Sonia, take it away. All right. But thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Music Podcast. Music Cryptids. Again, I'm Sonia. I'm Haru. I'm Rachel. I'm Tokyo. And we'll see you all next time. Be out. Bye. Bye. Au revoir. All right. Au revoir. Au revoir. Arrivederci. That's the wrong thing. Yeah, lights off. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Have I told you guys about Pacey the Pirates? He's here with me as well. Wait, what? Let me stop. Oh, <laughs> oh, what? It's a different accent. <laughs> Pacey the Pirates. He's from the Pacific Ocean. <laughs>